0: that my teaching improves. I actually feel mm. in a lot of ways that my teaching has improved. You have to be even more creative sometimes about how you explain a concept. You have to use your space. You have to be engaging, right? You have to um, you have to still connect in that very one-on-one way that you would in person just through a camera lens. Welcome
1: to the Teach Music Online podcast, where we help music teachers thrive. I'm Carly Walton, your host, and on this podcast, we discuss marketing strategies, tech for online teaching, mindset for growth, course creation, and so much more. No matter where you are in your journey, here you'll receive weekly inspiration to boost your studio success. Thanks for joining me. Today's interview is with TMO member Jennifer Sheehan. She is an incredible Juilliard School graduate, world-class performer as a vocalist and pianist. In this call, we discuss running an effective online music studio through highly engaging lessons. Jennifer shares her experience building an online studio from scratch and having so much success retaining her online music students. I especially love her ability to share stories and experiences through social media, which we go into in this episode, and I'm positive that you're going to be inspired by her. Let's dive into my discussion with Jennifer Sheehan. We're gonna just jump right in. I am so excited to have you on the podcast. You've been in our community for a while and I thought you would have really a lot of experience that you could share with our teachers. So thanks so much.
0: Oh my gosh. I am so delighted to be here and so delighted to be talking with you.
1: You are a performer first, really. You're a performer. You're, you're classically trained from Juilliard. Tell me about your music education and what inspired you to continue studying it beyond, you know, your younger years.
0: Absolutely. Um I have been very very lucky throughout my life to have parents and teachers who recognized from a very early age that I did not ever want to stop singing. I was never stopping dancing around the house or in classrooms um, <laughs> and just making up my own songs, making up my own music from the very beginning. Um, and so thankfully they recognized that. And, and really, since I was a child, you know, I started taking piano lessons. I started off at um, a Yamaha school, actually, um, which was a really interesting experience, a really good one. Um, and then, you know, transitioning over over to a private teacher um, when I got just a little bit older. Um, I was joining choruses when I was a young singer and loved that experience of singing with other people and working together as a group and collaborating, which obviously is a great and important skill as a musician. Uh, I was very lucky when I was um, uh, older, more in my teen years, I started actually getting really into um, adjudications with piano and competitions. I was very lucky even to um, be one of the winners in a couple of them. And so I got an amazing experience to play in a recital with other winners at Carnegie Hall um, as a teenager, which was a really mind-blowing experience. And, um, and then voice really started to pick up for me as well, doing um, adjudications and competitions and just um, doing more and more musicals around town um, in St. Louis, which is where I grew up. We have an amazing outdoor theater called the Muni. It is actually like a, I think 10 or 12,000 seat outdoor theater. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so I was very fortunate to be a part of the Um, you know, teen ensemble and um, in the ensemble for a number of productions there, which was so fantastic because there, you know, I got to see pros working uh, all day long, you know, just watching them was such an education. I had an assignment in my freshman year of high school civics class to do some kind of a community service project. Mm -hmm. And um I knew that I needed experience performing in front of people more and getting over, uh, or making friends. I like to say making friends with my butterflies. <laughs> and um, so I, um, I actually started to put together little forty-five-minute-long shows of standards, songs from the Great American Songbook. Um, you know, the thirties, forties, fifties, a little beyond as well. Um, really, the music of the um the generation who was now um living in retirement centers and nursing homes and um you know I would I I'm I'm an old soul I will just say that I was kind of a maybe strange high schooler (laughs) I would come I would come in like a vintage dress that I got at the vintage store a hat gloves. I had like a whole little play of old sheet music on the piano. And I would just do this little 45 minute long program of, you know, Gershwin and Irving Berlin and Rogers and Hammerstein. And I have to tell you, it was such an amazing experience, a moving experience. And it really, honestly, I, I, I say that it really was probably the thing that truly made me realize how important music is how healing music is and how it is truly the, when when a lot of other things have faded away you know because i was also performing in wings you know uh wings for patients in the advanced stages of alzheimers and you know i'm 14 and 15 years old here i didn't wow. know how that was going to be received i you know people weren't even looking up at me people would be humming the entire song with you perfectly or wow. singing the entire program with you word for word. And these people were like nonverbal otherwise throughout oh my the day. gosh. And that for me, as you can imagine being a freshman or sophomore in high school, seeing that, seeing how even when so many other things very sadly had gone away, music was what remained. That was what stayed. And that, that said something to me. I was like, okay, wow. there's something very, very, um, very special about this music thing. <laughs> yeah. And so it was really kind of what I, um, I, have decided to really devote my life to really from, from that point on. And then I was very, very fortunate. It was, it was really not even, um, my plan at all. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. To to go to Juilliard, it was literally the last application I filled out. It was a well, I never I never want to say oh. what if I hadn't right, and that and it was <gasps> the application I filled out. <laughs> um, so wow, yeah, as you can imagine, that was quite an amazing surprise um, for me as you know a seventeen year old kid um, being, being accepted into that program. It was wonderful. A a lot of it is a blur, a total blur because we were so busy. Um, but I loved it. I really loved it. I had the most, um, amazing teachers there. Um, especially my, my private voice teacher, uh, W. Stephen Smith, also known as Steve Smith. Um, he's kind of a big name in the voice teaching world. And um, he was just a phenomenal teacher for me, helping me find my own true, authentic voice, which is something I'm really big about in my own studio. So, I mean, for me, it was just like this amazing playground of artistry and creativity and just to be around the other students alone, Um, being these superhero dancers and going to the drama productions. I mean, it was all so so inspiring for a young person like me
1: what a what an honor to have been there and to have worked with select individuals who have dedicated devoted their lives to music education and now you get to continue that in a very different realm right yeah. but you are you are passing along that legacy that they gave you that's amazing yes i'm reminded again and again as we work with so many teachers and i talk with teachers that the apps and the the wonderful tools we have to learn music can't replace the one-on-one mentorship um, or the group mentorship or just that being with somebody who's been there. Um, It can't. And it can teach wonderfully and it can be a wonderful teaching aid and a substitution when there is no teacher available or present. But I mean, I see it again and again, teachers having experiences with students and students sharing experiences with teachers that are are changing their lives and giving them an outlet and teaching them mental health like so many teachers these days are like my focus is mental health and like you you're doing meditation with your students and like giving that to them in a lesson
0: slot you know why not why not i i love that you i love that you just brought that up because i i cannot tell you what a difference in my life I cannot tell you what a difference in my life having my my piano teacher and my voice teachers growing up were honestly like my my grandma's (laughs) they really were and um, I I don't I don't mean that in the sense of like you know obviously we don't want to like blur the lines between teacher and family member but I don't mean it that way but um you know kids are navigating through so much right now and Lord, I feel so lucky to have not grown up during Facebook and Instagram. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, aside from that, aside, you know, just everything going on in the world right now and um, kids are going through so much. When I think about just the sense of peace and outlet and expression and just the ability Mm -hmm. to talk to an adult who cared about me, who saw my love for something and recognized that and appreciated me for who I was and not how well I did or how well I played or how Mm -hmm. well I sang or whether I got this rating or won this competition. Like it was about none of that. It was about Mm -hmm. having this place to go this person to talk to at the end of a long day of school and Mm -hmm. and then and and being feeling seen feeling heard. And, and then connecting, at, uh, connecting yeah. about something that we both loved. And I know what a huge difference that made for me growing up. I, I did not have a great school experience. There were very clicky girls in my class. There was a lot of bullying going on. It was music was my music was my my solace. It was my sanctuary. And so I really hope to, you know, I I feel, and I've I've, I've actually had students tell me this, which I really love, you know, they're like, I really feel that I can just come to this lesson as I am, tell you that I've had a bad day, you meet me where I am and we go from there. Yeah, and as far as like incorporating um, some yoga and some um, mindfulness or meditation into warmups, um, which I do for those students who are interested, not everybody is. And so I don't, I don't push it if you're not that kind of person. Um, Mm -hmm. but I know what a huge difference that has made, um, that has made in my life too. You know, I mean, gosh, and you know, too, Carly, as a performer, Mm -hmm. we, you know, we, it's a really brave and vulnerable thing that we do. And it can get really easy. It can be really easy to kind of, be off balance. And so I really, I really do try to sprinkle some of that in, um, not every single lesson, but at least some of the time so that my students can always know there's a place you can come to, to recenter yourself and to be kind of more at one with your body, Mm -hmm. making that mind, body, spirit connection. And yeah and your whole day is going to be the better for it not just your lesson you know we know like yeah. science is showing when you are calming your vagus nerve when you are when you are deep breathing you are slowing down your heart rate you're calming down your nervous system and so of course you're gonna have a better lesson. So of course yeah. you're gonna have a more calm and focused and not fight or flight kind of situation during your lesson, um, and also just letting go of the day, what's happened to you throughout the day. If you've had friend drama or you didn't get the part you wanted in the school play or whatever it is, like it, yeah, you know, finding ways to let let it go and then and then be able to move on and really connect to your true self before you sing or play. I think is is super, um, is a really wonderful tool that I wish I had yes. had when I was growing up.
1: So. I was just going to say, yeah, I think some teachers listening will be thinking like, I don't have that, you know, in my life, like I haven't <laughs> been practicing. And so maybe sure. the step one is as musicians and as teachers with busy lives and possibly children and lives and lots of things, um, to, To incorporate mindfulness meditation into our work lives, I mean, can totally change your outlook, your perspective, your um, ability to cope with difficult circumstances in your studio with parents' emails. And like, we know the drill as teachers, the things that happen, mindfulness can make all the difference. And that's why in TMO, we, we have
0: videos on how to do that (laughs) i need more
1: but (laughs) i love i
0: absolutely love them and i love i love the holistic approach that tmo has taken um it and it just continues to be an ever-renewing source of fantastic information from a a huge variety of angles yeah
1: thank you so much yeah i wanted to ask you because you have come from a lot of experience how has tmo played a role in the growth the growth and the professionalism of your business as you've been you know expanding
0: first of all i um so just to just to backtrack just a little bit if you don't mind um, no that's fine yeah so so you're totally right yes Uh, um i started off as a performer um you know graduating from from juilliard and then you know living in new york for a very long time Um, yeah, pounding the pavement, doing the Mm performer thing, but also, of course, um, teaching. Um, Very part time, but, you know, part time on the side. Um, And I eventually, I eventually moved to St. Louis, um, which is where I am now. And one of the great things about teaching online, as I started to to discover back then, was I didn't have to lose some of my New York students, right? I could Mm. just I could move and I could continue to see them and we could work together. Now, we were on Skype. Online students yeah. were not my primary focus. I was really doing mostly in person. Um, right. and I actually moved to St. Louis also for a, um, a teaching position because I, I have certification in K-12 music. So I was working at a school there and then teaching students um uh, you know, teaching music and, uh, directing a choir, um, doing all the things. (laughs) Yeah. We can't ever choose. (laughs) Really. (laughs) Let's just say the last few years have been crazy. Um, but, but very good. Very good. They've stretched me in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, so I kind of started to get a little glimmer of a, Oh, so this is something that is possible during that time. So, you know, I would teach full time at school and then I would go home and, um, you know, teach students privately in my studio there or my um, New York students online. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, a couple of years ago in 2021, 20, I transitioned um, fully to teaching um, full-time private lessons. Um, and so I had definitely learned a couple things along that crazy year of zoom school. Um <laughs> yeah. I was teaching I was teaching online then the whole the whole year and um I was, you know, already getting some ideas but classroom teaching online and private teaching online very different things. Yeah. Um, very different. And so yeah, I really I, I knew that I needed a lot of new tools. And so, yeah, joining, joining TMO, um, I believe last summer, maybe um, was was really a game changer for me. First of all, just the I know everybody says this first, but it's true. Yeah. It's true. The community is so amazing. The community has been so amazing. I cannot tell you. Um, And to anybody who's watching or listening to this right now, you know, you know that it is very isolating. It is very isolating, you know. I went from a school job where I had teacher friends and there were kids around me all day to do this. And I I absolutely love it, but it is very, very isolating. And you can feel really alone. You can feel um, very much like you are. You've got to figure it all out. And I'm definitely one of those people. I'm guilty of that. I kind of feel like I have to pioneer my way through everything and figure Mm -hmm. it out step by step. I'm working on that. Um, But TMO really opened me up to, yeah, accept help from other people, Um, you know, listen to other people's advice. And my goodness, people have been so kind and so generous in their advice in their time that they've been willing to give me i mean sometimes members have even met with me on zoom for like an hour to help me figure something out and i am just blown away by that so (laughs) you guys know who you are thank you thank you Um, you're amazing Um, and and so that alone has been amazing and then number two like just upping my tech game has been huge you know now i have a setup that i feel really really good about um, you know we can talk about it if you want but I have received some just fantastic recommendations for everything that I use. Um, it has mm-hmm. really upped my audio quality video quality. Um, I feel super confident now about you know about what I offer to people because I know yeah. it's really top of the line. Um, and then yeah you, and in your courses your' the parts of the course about um, task batching, Mm-hmm. Still working on that one, but I'm getting there. <laughs> and <laughs> amazing, like tech apps. You know, I, I was I wasn't using anything like you know the the the, the fun apps and this and the um, cool ear training tools that um, or the games um, sometimes that I've seen people introduce um, or share on the, mm-hmm. on the um, in the membership and um, my students have loved them. Like ab- they, they ask for them constantly. And how great is that, that you, you know, you have students like not wanting the lessons to end. Right. Practically every lesson. I, I, I don't see yes. that as hyperbole. It really feels that way. I had a student yesterday say, I wish, I mean, she's six years old, so she doesn't really concept of time. Right. But she said, I wish our lessons could be 20 hours long. <laughs> and I was like, Thank you. That is, you know, it's just like that kind of feedback, you know, like these improvements, these, these awesome suggestions that I've gotten from everybody in TMO. Mm -hmm. That's the result. That kind of feedback. That's the result.
1: Yes. Oh, that's amazing. And (laughs) I I mean, to think that you're online as well. Like I still like, (laughs) is is this working? (laughs) It is. And you know, because we hear, we still get a lot of naysayers who who tell themselves or or kind of this internal conflict teachers have who want so badly to be online, but something, you know, it's their upbringing, it's all the traditional methods, it's the their parents, it's their old teachers telling them, oh, you can't be as effective online. And that internal battle is like keeping them from advertising and reaching out to students in New York and, you know, people in other
0: places and it's really holding them back. It, it it's such a shame because i truly think that i think that online lessons are such a game changer i really really do i have noticed that my teaching improves i actually feel mm. in a lot of ways that my teaching has improved um you have to be even more creative sometimes about how you explain a concept, you have to use your space. You have to be engaging, right? You have to, um, you have to still connect in that very one-on-one-on-one way that you would in person, just through a camera lens, right? Yeah. Um, and and you have to be very clear in your directions because you're not going to do it for them. Um, mm-hmm. And so in that way, it has really, really stretched me as a teacher yeah. for sure and for the better. And I'll also say for my students, I've really, I mean, cause I have students who um, have transitioned with me from, from in-person to fully online. My studio is fully online now. And um, I've noticed that they've become better musicians too because I think the the act of having to really listen to really um, to 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 listen closely and then um, and then act on that is is huge it's really huge absolutely you know and and just even learning musical concepts um knowing how to find your place in the music knowing how to mark your own score knowing how to take feedback without somebody Mm -hmm. just taking over and doing it oh my gosh that is so huge it is so huge
1: they're so, taking ownership. They're taking ownership where before teachers were like I did everything for my students in person because I I can't not. Like I can't wait. I can't pause.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's easier, it's quicker. It's totally understandable why we do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but but look at this, look at the autonomy and the skills that we are kind of um um not int- not always intentionally, but that we are giving our students. And then there's the whole practical aspect, you know, if I can just get into that for a second. I mean, I my mom, I'm sure, is is internally (laughs) so jealous (laughs) that, that, um, you know, I mean, how many hours did she have to drive around between me and my sister? to my gosh. Our different lessons sitting in the car, waiting in the teacher's living room. I mean, that alone is. Oh, my gosh. Time not spent in the car. Time. I know money not spent on gas. Huge. You don't have to cancel yeah. lessons when the weather is bad. Um, if you're feeling a tickle in your throat and you're not sure what it is, you don't have to cancel that lesson. Um, that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> and, you know, um, and also just the the health perspective of this, you know, especially as singers, we got to stay healthy. And, you know, if, if I if I'm being honest with, you know, my my fellow teacher friends, with, with all the respiratory illnesses that are going around these days, um, I, I know that I have definitely been able to teach far more and stay healthy far more doing it this way and that my students also have been able to stay healthy by not giving them something that I may have picked up from someone else or that you know there's they're breathing the same air that the person just before them was was here right so they're staying healthy that way too they're not missing as much because you know it gives me peace of mind knowing yeah I haven't um that I that they're not in an environment where I may be passing something on or or vice versa or Mm -hmm. each other right so that's that's really big because you know honestly sometimes when people do get these illnesses um singers especially it can take you a very long time to feel fully recovered vocally Um, absolutely so so that's huge and and you know last but not least i'll just say i think it's pretty wonderful that we get to have that we get to have the intimacy of 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 a lesson like this you know i can speak to you just as just as personally like this Mm -hmm. right as as we could if you're right here and you know for singers i can demonstrate bowel formation articulation jaw release right we can do that all very up close and personal but i'm not in your face and for a lot of students they don't want you in their space and i get that they don't want to be touched i get that You know, this allows everybody their space to do their thing Mm -hmm. and to feel really comfortable in their own environment, in their own home or in their own room, whatever it is. And yet we get to have this amazing week to week connection. Oh, amazing. OK, teachers
1: listening, you just heard from a world class musician, <laughs> a Juilliard trained performer. You can do this and it does work and it is effective and your students will succeed and they will be successful. And you don't have to do it alone. We are here to help you. It's that's why I was motivated to start TMO was I had been doing it for seven years and going, gosh, online teaching is a game changer for teachers, pre- even pre pandemic thinking, we should be, We sh- this should be more well-known. How can I, you know, spread the word? And it's just turned into this un- incredible blessing and solution for teachers in the most positive way, you know, and it's continued. It hasn't ended just because the pandemic's over. It, it's not going away.
0: Yeah, it is not going away. I think it is here to stay. I think people are just loving the convenience of it. I have so many families who started off hesitant, very hesitant because- yes because I get it. Hey, listen, I was a, I was a classroom music teacher and choral director during 2020. Like I definitely get it. That was that was a very quick almost traumatic thing that happened mm-hmm. to a lot of people and here we were having to pivot instantly to a brand new way of teaching and learning so i know like the ptsd from the from the march 2020 zoom school is real and i totally get it i really do i was there i was teaching um but are there so many more amazing ways to deliver a lesson now even in just like the last two three years oh my gosh yes like i don't know I don't actually use Zoom anymore for my lessons. I love Forte because it has been an absolute game changer for me in terms of um, audio quality, um, certainly for my singers. High notes, they never cut out anymore. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, I mean, if you've got the right setup, if you've got the right equipment, um, and and more than anything, if you have a good relationship with your teacher, you're going to thrive. You're going to thrive so you know oh, awesome. for anybody who's been hesitant you know um, whether it's teaching it or taking lessons online give it a chance i really encourage you to give it a chance because i will tell you honestly everyone who has started out with me and has expressed some hesitancy about it they're still with me and it's been years mm-hmm.
1: oh it's so good <laughs> and it's they're so thriving good. and they're growing it makes yes. me so happy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, well you have just touched on so many wonderful things. I'm like looking at my list of all the things we were going to talk about. Oh, we're going to have to do a part 2. <laughs> no, no. This is this is what I prefer honestly when we can have a discussion about, you know, what your your passions and, you know, what has fueled your momentum in your business like that this is it. This is it. This is Jennifer. Like this is who you are and it's so beautiful. I want to let teachers know I'm going to link your Facebook page because I've been so impressed by your, your ability to write meaningful things about your students. Like, it's not just like happy birthday, Jude. It's like, (laughs) happy birthday, Jude. This is all the things I love about you and how great you are. And like, what a gift that is for you to be able to share publicly online, these shout outs to your students, like. It's fantastic. But not only that, you perform, you know, online and you share all kinds of things. That's what's going on and what's happening. And I think it can really inspire other teachers on how they can also share on social media.
0: Thank you so much. I, um I really, you know, it's funny because I had to do a lot of self-promotional stuff as a, um, when I was performing even more and I absolutely hate it. I hate Hate it, like, and I'm not even a big social media person. I literally yeah. only for business at this point. I just, ugh. so that's that's just me. If you love it, good for you. That's great. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to like, <laughs> didn't mean to rain on your parade. Love Instagram, um, but um, <laughs> it's not really as much my thing. I find that when I'm talking about my students or other people. It is yes. so much easier, and I actually enjoy it. I actually enjoy writing the posts. I enjoy, you know, capturing little moments on video during our lessons that you know that they're okay with me sharing. Um, I think if you're a person who feels like that doesn't come naturally to you to be a social media person, um, mm-hmm. just know that I've not ever felt that way myself. It has been the bane of my existence as a performer, and. Um, mm-hmm. And just keep it about your students, keep it about the joy that you are getting and that they are getting from your lessons. And it and the, and the words will just flow, they really will.
1: Oh, thank you. I think that that's gonna help a lot of teachers. And knowing you can find your unique voice and personality and what you enjoy writing, you can do that. Teachers can, like there's so many ways to share your love and passion for music. Um, But it does take practice and it takes consistency and really trying it. Um, But I can imagine people who are learn about your studio or who are referred to your studio can go to your page and it gives them such a great feel for who you are as a teacher and as a person before they ever get in touch with you. And that's why we want teachers on social media um, in a way, because it's the best portfolio And, you know, it's not an about page where someone has to read this big, long, like what you've done and where you've
0: been. It's who you are and what you're actually doing. It really is the truth. It's it's their glimpse into your studio. It's their glimpse into you and how you just how you interact, right? Um, How you interact with with a with a child, how you interact with a teen, how you what an adult, what an adult voice lesson is like. Right. Because I teach adults, too. Um, And um, yeah, I mean it's 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 a great it's a great calling card for people who are curious to to know more about you for sure. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, this was fantastic. <laughs> I am so excited to share this with our teachers and I want to encourage them to go to your Facebook page. I'm looking at it right now. So I think if they type in Jennifer Sheehan, they can find you, but it's...
0: You might want to go to... Well, first of all, my, my performer website, if you are interested to know more about my experience there, is Sheehan.com. There's another Jennifer okay. Sheehan, but she's a .net. Don't go to hers. Um, and then, um, yeah. And then my Facebook is, I believe it's facebook.com slash Sheehan Music.
1: Okay. Okay. Perfect.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, thank you. This was so fun.
0: You bet. I had a blast. I so nice talking with you, Carly.
1: Thanks. Thank you again to Jennifer for joining me for an interview. I just love her perspective on teaching, on communicating with families, on showing up authentically on social media, on being transparent. She has such a great, great philosophy around creating a music studio. And really in this call, I felt her desire to help teachers understand that you can have success teaching online. And she is just a prime example of that. And I can't, I already can't wait for my next discussion with her as she continues to build her online studio around the world. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. I know what little time you have to learn what you need to be successful. This is why I created the Teach Music Online membership, the only membership dedicated to helping online studio owners thrive. Here you'll find courses, group coaching, and community, all designed to save you time and help your business grow. Whether you're hoping to create more engaging lessons, grow a wait list, create passive income, or build a new website, we have exactly what you need. And now you can also get online teaching certified with our certification course. Join us today and cancel anytime. To learn more, go to teachmusic.online and I can't wait to see you there.